It's the Adam Ritz Show, a social awareness talk show touching on fellowship, leadership, philanthropy, and more. Adam hosts the show on location from coast to coast, interviewing college students, student athletes, campus administrators, professional athletes, and social experts about social issues ranging from bullying to Twitter and everything in between. And now it's your social awareness radio host, Adam Ritz. Welcome to the show. We hope you're having a great weekend, and we're certainly glad you're tuned in to the Adam Ritz Show, the most exciting public affairs radio show on planet Earth. My name is Adam Ritz, Jay Baker with me in studio here. Hi, Jay. Hi, Adam, and I'm looking forward to today's show. We've got some good stories to cover. Uh, From the public affairs perspective, uh, there was a gentleman by the name of David Ayers that was in the news this week. Uh, pretty inspiring story, and I love this story because there's kind of a, a twofer here. There's two angles to this story and why it's uh, relevant to the world of public affairs radio, and that is, one, it's an inspiring story. I agree. Uh, two, it uh, has a, a little underling of, um, of uh, kidney awareness because uh, the gentleman uh, we're talking about, David Ayers, had a kidney transplant several years ago. So the inspiration behind this story and the awareness it's raised has helped raise awareness for kidney health awareness. So it's kind of a cool story. Uh, some of you listening might have already figured out, yeah, David Ayers, I've heard about him. I, I saw it on Twitter. I saw it on Instagram, my Facebook uh, page feed. It's, it was a viral story about a Zamboni driver who is sort of an amateur hockey player. Uh, he drives the Zamboni for the Carolina Hurricanes in the National Hockey League. And during a game, uh, they had an injury. Their goalie got hurt. Their backup goalie in the same game gets hurt. They only have two goalies on the roster. So they go to their Zamboni driver, David Ayers, who's 42 years old and hasn't played in the NHL, uh, I don't think, ever. Yeah, it's um, one of those interesting stories. He apparently had a hockey background, he, but not an NHL you know, player. He's on a rec team. He plays for yeah. fun, and he's a Zamboni driver, and he's 42 years old. And they pat him on the shoulder and say, hey, suit up. We need you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes in the game, and the story goes that uh, – and I, I followed the story when it went viral this week. The story goes that they kind of just said, hey, have fun. You know, kind of meaning we're going to lose. There's no chance we're going to win this game. There are NHL shooters that are going to score 10 or 20 goals against you. Uh, So just have fun with it. And maybe we'll get some fun PR out of it when when the story hits that the Zamboni driver came in to play goalie for us. Well, the guy came in, gave up a couple goals quick, uh, but stopped seven of the last eight shots in the third period for the Carolina Hurricanes to win the game. It is just an unbelievable story. They yeah. won six to three over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Isn't that impressive? It's just such an inspiring story. Uh, the Hurricanes are selling David Ayers T-shirts in their merch, in you know, in the in the uh, in the pro the shop, pro shop yeah, yeah. and online, and uh, they're available on the website as well. They're twenty eight dollar T-shirts, and here's where the second part of the story comes in for a public affairs radio show. A portion of the proceeds will go to a kidney foundation because Ayers previously had a kidney transplant. It's just unbelievable. Well, and the miracle of that is after a kidney transplant, he was still 
able to get around enough that he's playing goalie at age 42 in an NHL game. I mean, that's impressive on several different levels. Do you think he'll ever have to buy a meal again in a in a tavern in uh, in Charlotte, Carolina, North Carolina? Yeah, he's now a Charlotte superstar. I, I think for the rest of his life, wherever he goes, it's free golf, free drinks, free meals. Well, it's probably just like Rudy in South Bend, Indiana. You know, the Notre Dame story. He probably just, everything's free. It's so funny you brought up Rudy. Because the first thing I thought when I read this story is Sean Astin, the actor that played Rudy, <laughs> has to play this guy that be great? in a movie about this. Because now he's about the same age. You know, when he made Rudy, he was a, he was a college-age actor. Now he's, you know, he's, he's approaching 50. I don't know if he's about 50 years old. He could play a, he could dye his hair, dye his temples, and play a 42-year-old Zamboni driver. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I would love to hear the play-by-play announcers on the last, let's say, minute of the game when they knew that this guy was going to pull off a victory as a 42-year-old sub. Uh, I was joking with somebody the other day about, okay, that's great. They had to pull the Zamboni driver, but I don't need. I don't think the ice got properly Zambonied for that time period that he's in at the game. So that was a very difficult thing, too. The uh, they had to get a substitute Zamboni driver. Who do you the think unsung hero? They pulled out of the stands Wouldn't to be, be the great? backup Zamboni driver. I have a buddy <laughs> who that's his dream to actually do the Zamboni for a real NHL game. He said that the Zamboni fascinates him, so he would have been a good choice if he had been there. I used to go to hockey games with my with my dad when I was a kid, and that's one of the things I loved most about the game was well, a the concessions, just getting a hot dog. Yes, to me, going to the hockey game was was about getting a hot dog, and b watching the zamboni go around the ice. Absolutely. Now I've been to several <laughs> hockey games because the same buddy drags me to them, and he loves all forms of hockey, NHL, and the farm leagues and everything. And, of course, um, the big thing is when the Zamboni makes the final pass, it has to nail that last pass. Because have you ever seen the Zamboni driver go down for the final pass? But there's two to three inches of ice that still need to be groomed. Sometimes the crowd actually boos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that final pass. It's like when you clean your windshield Yeah, it, it, with the squeegee. You can't right. leave a line of sludge and dirt there. <laughs> it's like when you mow your yard, that final pass has to be perfectly the width of the mower, or you know, you, you know, know, the audience will go nuts. Well, our hat's off to David Ayers in this uh, inspiring story. Uh, David Ayers is the oldest goalie to record a win in regular season NHL history. Impressive. Uh, so very good. All right, this is the Adam Rich Show. We are brought to you in part by our friends at Vibonomics. We are recording this in the Vibonomics studios. You can learn about them at vibonomics.com. Their audio software, audio experience, and advertising platform for retail uh, stores and uh, brick-and-mortar buildings across the country. Kind of an interesting way to take a different approach to in-store music with a marketing, voiceover, advertising approach uh, to that decades-old uh, problem that stores are looking for. How do we how do we have background music and make it interesting for our customers? So it's kind of a cool thing they're doing, thanks to Vibonomics and Vibonomics.com. Well, Adam, as you know, with our public affairs, public affairs are designed for the public good. And one of the things about raising awarenesses is to have shows that sort of uh, dovetail different things. As you said, uh, we look at uh, David Ayers, 
Interestingly, as we move into March, March is National Kidney Month, so kidney health is important. Just heard a very interesting thing on NPR the other day. A renowned kidney doctor said, of interest, we sometimes just do not think at all about kidney health, yet there is a simple blood test that can let your doctor know that your kidneys are operating properly. And he highly recommended that during annual checkups that you might suggest that to your doctor because you could have kidney failure, but with the proper preemptive tests, you might have caught it before it became an issue. And uh, kidney health, of course, very important, screens toxins from the body, uh, produces urine. You have two kidneys. That's why oftentimes uh, relatives are asked to donate a kidney. But uh, good kidney health is very important and one that you kind of just take for granted. They said the number one factor in kidney health is maintaining a good blood pressure. And I thought that was very interesting because as stressed out as we are with a nation, as a nation, we tend to not think in terms of our blood pressure. I've even had a pass at my doctor's office. Uh, if my blood pressure m- registers on their machine a little high, they'll go, oh, did you have too much coffee this morning and were you almost late for your appointment? Yeah. Well, that could kind of raise your blood pressure. Now, it wasn't that they were, it wasn't that they were being negligent. You know, I had taken my blood pressure at this particular office 20 times over the last six years. But it's sometimes interesting that you could have a couple of high blood pressure uh, registers and really not have it go down as you have high blood pressure. But it's something that you should really watch vis-a-vis your kidney health. I did not know that. It's it's just kind of an interesting thing. And your blood pressure does rise during the day. So, yes, if you have too many cups of coffee and you're late for a meeting and if somebody slapped a cuff on, that moment you would have high blood pressure. But you do want to just sort of check over time to make sure – don't want to give everybody a lecture on blood pressure. Nobody wants to hear that. But I just have found in my particular situation, blood pressure is very important. And it's something that, you know, you need to kind of be aware of. But as we also go into the month of March, there are all kinds of awarenesses, uh, including this one struck uh, me because you think Mouth Guard Awareness Month almost sounds comical as you say it. Mouth guards most closely associated with as we talk about sports, football, football, anything uh, where contact can occur. Believe it or not, you should even wear a mouth guard if you play basketball. Most people do not. Now, I do know that you, Jay Baker, you wear a mouth guard overnight when you sleep. Isn't that correct? <laughs> do <you? laughs> I do because of the full body contact of my um, spouse and I fighting over the queen-size mattress throughout so, the evening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that is phenomenal that there is a, a month awareness for mouth guards. And I was, was almost— Was this uh, proclaimed by— Uh, President LBJ in the 60s, or is this a fairly new one? I'm going to guess it's a new one. It's a fairly new one, and I looked it up because I thought, surely this is possibly a joke, a hoax of some kind. But you're going to love this. As you know, in public affairs, there's facts behind everything. I found this fact fascinating. Five million teeth, and the exact phrase they used, were either knocked out or damaged annually in sporting events. You're kidding. In America or on planet Earth? This is worldwide. Worldwide. It's not just the United States. Right. Five million teeth. That is... In an annual basis. And one million of them fell out in the state of Kentucky. But a bump. (laughs) 
but I'm pumped. We'll be here all week, yeah. Five million teeth. That is unbelievable to me. I find it amazing. Well, and thank goodness there's a, a mouth guard awareness month now <laughs> to curb mouth this problem. Guard awareness. So if you do do something sports related where they said the, the exact phrase they used where contact is likely or possible, you should look into a mouth guard and most places that have sporting goods, of course, can get you set up with a mouth guard. It's relatively inexpensive. You, of course, Adam, uh, being a longtime football player, you know the joy of the mouth guard used to be in boiling water. Oh, yeah. And then you'd have to jam that baby in your mouth, and it's still fairly warm. Oh, yeah. Boiling water. <laughs> boiling water. Then you water. just dipped it into ice cold water for just 10 seconds. Right. And then Boom. bite on it and suck out the, the saliva, and there's your mouth guard. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was almost like, uh, I think, getting the mouth guard formed was a test to see if you were tough enough to play football. I'm going to do that this month during to celebrate Mouth Guard Awareness Mouth month. Guard Awareness. It is also um, National MS Education and Awareness Month. And I found it was interesting when we were doing the research for the show we hear about muscular dystrophy, and we also ha- hear about multiple sclerosis, and they kind of roll off the tongue. We're very aware of them. These are both diseases that are still uh, taking a lot of research dollars because there's not a corollary as to exactly what causes muscular dystrophy and uh, muscular, uh, or excuse me, um, muscular dystrophy and multiple sclerosis. Uh, both of those are uh, awareness months this uh, week and or, or this month. And you probably know for muscular dystrophy, famously, Jerry Lewis had the Labor Day telethon for muscular dystrophy. Mm-hmm. And the final one was in 2014, but research still goes on. And then when you come to MS, which is multiple sclerosis, it involves the central nervous system. So Muscular dystrophy, your musculature, but it's it's corollary in the brain and spinal cord world is multiple sclerosis, and it affects nearly a million people, which is not as big as some of these conditions, Mm -hmm. and it also affects females more than males, and it has no known cause. I uh, had the pleasure of uh, having a young man by the name of Luke Christie. On this show, he was the uh, spokesperson for MDA when he was younger, and now he's he's old. He's too old to be the young, like the teenage spokesperson. And right. he was involved with some of those last telecasts of the uh, the MDA telephone telethon, and uh, he's still doing great. We keep in touch. He's active on Twitter. Uh, I don't know exactly. There might be an underscore or a hyphen in there, but if you look up Luke Christie. On uh, Twitter, you'll be able to find him and uh, see how he's doing. He's doing great. Just a wonderful young man. And his last name spelled Christie with uh, a C-H. C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. Luke Christie. Shout out to Luke. How you doing? No, it's great. And and it's good to hear that he's doing well. And the good news is that there are new uh, protocols in the drug world to help individuals with muscular dystrophy. But these are, you know, catastrophic and heartbreaking especially when it strikes someone that you know and love. So it's also uh, National Nutrition Month. And as you know, nothing is better than uh, taking care of our nutrition. Um, This is the Lenten season. So a lot of people now are sort of reflecting on what they eat. They may be giving up a favorite food item 
and maybe emphasizing nutrition a little bit more during March. I myself gave up all the junk for Lent and had uh, I had vegetables for lunch. I had a bowl of, of cold-cut vegetables That's great. Uh, for lunch. And I'm, I'm even more excited now to hear that it's, I did not know, it's National Nutrition Month. Could, I like it. Would it be bad on this show to reveal that your diet prior to uh, – National Nutrition Month in the Lenten season. No, I'll tell was, you, was nearly catastrophic. It was. Uh, it was. It affected my blood pressure. <laughs> Did it? Uh, that's for sure. I don't know how many people do the uh, the binging that I do before. Well, I, I mean, they they call it Fat Tuesday, the sure. day before Ash Wednesday. So before you give up. Uh, all the sweets for Lent, uh, yeah, you go crazy. And I certainly did. I had, uh, just the day before, on Fat Tuesday, I had a, a $16 lunch at McDonald's, which involved two orders of large fries. Uh, for dinner, I had a, uh, a the 12-inch Philly cheesesteak sandwich from Penn Station, uh, which probably isn't that bad. It's no. lean meat, uh, but I, you know, it was it was huge. <laughs> sure, <laughs> it was it was grande. It was that bread. Oh my gosh, I, I love the bread. Yeah. Uh, and then on my way home from Penn Station, I went ahead and stopped at McDonald's. I got two more orders of large fries, and I stopped at Kroger and got uh, a pint of pen of Ben and Jerry's fish food ice cream to top off the night. Now between those two giant meals, I had been snacking on Reese cups and Hostess. <laughs> Ca- snake, uh, snake cakes. <laughs> Is that their new their uh, new bakery snack, item? Snack cakes. Although I might invent a, a, a snake cake. Snake cake. I'd try it. <laughs> and and you'd have to have a mouth guard because these these snake snake cakes taste so good. Um, yeah. So I I binged my behind off, and uh, now I'm glad. That's behind me, and it's National Nutrition Month, and I had vegetables for lunch. I'm not even hungry you because are, of what I had on you Fat are Tuesday. A shining example. That'll, Fat Tuesday, Fat Tuesday will will last for me until Easter Sunday, so I'm good. You make me laugh so hard because I know that you really go at this like a champion. You know how that when Notre Dame leaves the stadium, it says "Play like a champion today." You eat like, eat a, like champion a champion on Fat Tuesday. This portion of the show is brought to you by Snake Cakes. <laughs> Now, now my question is, because I know in previous years, you've actually, because Fat Tuesday ends at midnight, heading into Wednesday, mm-hmm. Ash Wednesday, do you, are you actually putting, because in years past, you told me that final French fry actually goes past the lips right at 11.59.50. Well, I, that is the, that's the goal. That's traditional. Uh, this year, I was so disgusted with myself and full with what I ate through the day on right. Fat Tuesday that I, and I, I'm ashamed to admit this, but at about 11.15, I started eating my pint of fish food, Ben and Jerry's ice right. cream. And I had 45 minutes to finish this pint before right. midnight. And I could only make it about halfway through the pint before I was so full and disgusted with myself, I couldn't take another bite. Oh so the rest of that pint is in my freezer right now, and I'm not going to touch it until uh, Easter, when uh, it'll be nice and freezer burned. I I am um, proud of you for keeping uh, the Lent the way you do. You really uh, hold yourself to a high standard. Well, uh, n- I have no willpower up until and including Fat Tuesday, but the next day on, it's I, I have the willpower of a, of a concrete block. 
So National Nutrition Month is something you look forward to. So yes, nutrition is something that everyone emphasizes and something that, of course, we can all learn more about. You don't need to take a big course. Nutrition is kind of a duh. Thankfully, nowadays, I used to work uh, with an outstanding stand-up comic, and he'd lapse into this Elvis voice and go, I'd still be alive today if Red and Sonny had only told me about cholesterol. And it would bring the crowd down because I think literally Elvis had no idea that his food habits were killing him. Yeah. And, yeah. and and he does this in a joking manner, but you do realize that from a previous generation, it was like everyone just put that out of their heads. Oh, you mean fried foods are bad? This is the first I've heard of that. So thankfully with nutrition, it's 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 way out front for everybody. Recently, uh, I had Landon Wadkins on the show to talk about heart health, and he's a personal trainer, works at Orange Theory Fitness, and we talked about uh, nutrition. And uh, one of the things, one of my takeaways that I that that I do personally, is uh, a smoothie. I really like a smoothie. It really makes me feel like I'm drinking a milkshake, and they're not. You know, sometimes depending on what's in your smoothie, it could have more calories than a milkshake. But uh, for the most part, you can get some vegetables in there, fruits. Uh, you know, I I do enjoy uh, a Smoothie King branded smoothie with uh, protein, extra protein right. in it. I mean, you can uh, use that as a as a meal replacement. And where you know where you used to have fifteen dollars worth of fast food, which could be three thousand calories in one meal. Uh, you can have a nice 600-calorie smoothie that could really make you full. And now you don't need – that's not a snack. That's not a treat. It's your meal. Right. And I I would totally agree with you. Uh, Smoothie King is impressive, not that we're giving them an endorsement necessarily because there's businesses like what they do, but you can literally dial in the amount of nutrition and protein, and that's impressive. You're right. It's, it's, It's a meal in a glass. It's Red Cross Month. It's National Sleep Awareness Week. We have done shows in the past on sleep. You know, the standard, they do this to sell you a mattress. You're going to spend a third of your life in bed. Um, You do spend a third of your life in bed, but you, you need to have quality sleep as well. Do you ever wear a fitness tracker of any kind that lets you know how your sleep is? No, I have never done any kind of research on that. Um, I didn't know if you meant when you said it's Sleep Awareness Week, like not to fall asleep behind the wheel of a car going 65 miles an hour. That's always a good idea. Um, But yeah, to get healthy sleep when you're supposed to, that's good too. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) The reason why I bring that up is there's a couple of national mattresses now that have a companion app that will actually tell you how good your sleep is because the mattress itself can tell whether you toss and turn. Oh my gosh, I don't want to know. You don't want to know? Here's, here's how much you sweat. Here's You let this many gaseous ounces out <laughs> in the middle of the night. I'm not sure that <laughs> the app technology is it that <laughs> doesn't let you know okay. how much you've eaten the night before okay. by engaging. But uh, yeah, many of these fitness trackers, because it, it actually can tell your heartbeat ranges throughout the evening from resting pulse to waking pulse. It can grade whether you're having REM sleep, light sleep, deep sleep, and a number of fitness trackers will get, actually give you a sleep grade. Does the app text you when you wet the bed? Please, <laughs> you're killing me. Stop. Okay, National Sleep Awareness Week. We will have a, a national bedwetting uh, show if you'd like at some time. 
it's going to be a somber show. I, I don't think anybody would enjoy it, but I think it'd be <laughs> good for awareness. Hey, you know, we cover everything from mouth guard awareness to uh, that included. And how many teeth are, are knocked out each Five year? Mil- I remember Five this. Mil- Five million, million teeth, teeth are knocked out. Every year. On planet Earth. Right. That's not counting all the other planets that's a guy in the taking, universe. Yeah, that's a guy taking a cricket ball in the face in India. That's a guy playing soccer in Liverpool. I mean, you or run a, a football player. You run a 5K and trip over the curb. Knock your teeth out when you hit the pavement. Once again, wear a mouth guard no matter what you're doing. It's National Salt Awareness Week talking about blood pressure. Blood pressure is very closely associated with our salt intake. I, I'm not, uh, I don't put salt or pepper on a, on a lot of stuff I eat. Uh, That's probably not a bad idea because salt. There are people that will salt foods automatically without tasting them. Without tasting them. Yes, yes, I know them. The uh, The National Heart Association wants to try to cap you at about 2,000 milligrams of sodium per day. Hmm. So I actually track how much sodium I have, and it's pretty easy to go over 2,000 because, as you might imagine, a lot of processed foods may have anywhere from 1,000 to 1,200 uh, you know, grams of, of, of salt. So you have to really be careful of how much uh, processed food you eat if you want to try and keep your salt in. Okay, good to know. Yeah, and uh, they do say you probably should not salt your food at the table. So if you've been doing that, your doctor will eventually yell at you if he's not yelling at you already. It's National Poison Prevention Week, and initially we thought this was avoid poisons because they're not good for you. But the band Poison is going out on the road with Motley Crue. So we don't know if Poison Prevention Week is don't buy tickets to that expensive concert. We're not sure. That was good. That's I like that bad. one. I like that one. You, you, got, you do not want to see Poison during no, Poison Prevention Week. Poison Prevention Week. Uh, you know, it begs the question that the other 51 weeks of the year mm-hmm. – should you drink poison? Oh. <laughs> I mean, if it's poison prevention week, the other weeks have to be poison, hey, free-for-all week. Go crazy. We advise you to live every week, every day of your life, as if it were poison prevention week. Absolutely. It's, but uh, it's it, nice to bring a, it, awareness to it. It is. It's good to have an awareness. And then, uh, famously, you and I live in a state where uh, the state government uh, took this very seriously and they created a character called Mr. Yuck. Do you remember I that remember character? I remember Mr. Yuck. Yeah. And uh, the state produced a number of Mr. Yuck posters. To and put stickers. In, and the stickers, importantly, so they could put those on products. And they were free. And yes. parents could take a Mr. Yuck sticker and, and place it on a, uh, you know, a bottle of Lysol or whatever's under the sink so that when kids saw anything with the Mr. Yuck sticker on it, they were taught not to touch it. Well, and you have to be a little careful with children because, as you know, if something is bright and colorful, it does draw their attention. That's why there's been a problem associated with some of these laundry detergent pods. Yeah. They're colorful. It looks like, boy, that looks great. That looks like something I should put in my mouth. Mm-hmm. So Poison Prevention Week, if uh, your state, who knows if you had a character like Mr. Yuck where it, you could get a Mr. Yuck sticker. Ironically, Adam and I worked for a guy who we kind of referred to as Mr. Yuck. <laughs> I know who you're talking Absolutely. about. Absolutely. <laughs> and we wish him nothing but goodwill. Is there Motley Crew Prevention Week? 
<laughs> or is this just just poison? This is just poison. Yeah, okay. which I think is just taking advantage of one band. That's really not fair. No, I don't think so. <laughs> it's also Tick Bite Prevention Week will be happening in March. Uh, tick bites. Uh, while we wish we had some great comedy material over tick bites, uh, you do have to take them seriously. And of interest. Uh, part of the reason why we do it in the springtime is springtime is the time you might start to get out with your family. And this sounds odd, but if you and your loved ones go off somewhere where there's woods, overhanging branches, you should check for ticks on your loved ones. So easy to do with mm-hmm. your kids. Um, and your pets. Your pets, absolutely. My wife and I used to joke when we'd hike that, hey, the fun part was checking each other for ticks. And if there weren't any, hey, we were both naked. So, you know, you could turn awareness into fun family activity for a fun couple activity, I should say. So, yes, National Tick Bite Prevention Week will be happening in March. So those are a few of the things that uh, we like to bring to your attention here on The Adam Rich Show. Well, the five million teeth. Uh, really sticks with me. Um, Are you going to? Th- this is a major problem, and and we need all of us need to do our part. So mouth guard awareness. I, what I would suggest is to get yourself a mouth guard and buy an extra one for your neighbor who maybe can't afford one, <laughs> and we'll save some teeth. Say, how could some dental organization not have a save the teeth campaign? Save the teeth with uh, mouth guard awareness month. Um, Jay, thank you so much for enlightening us. Uh, we want to tip our hat again to David Ayers, the uh, 42-year-old Zamboni driver. Very inspirational story, helping out ki- uh, kidney awareness. Uh, you can learn more about that online. And we want to thank you for listening and invite you to listen to past shows. They're all archived at adamritzshow.com. And that's where I'm at on uh, Instagram and Facebook, at Adam Ritz Show. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll see you next time. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live, both in studio and across the country. For information on this broadcast, including how to hear this show on a station in your city, visit adamritzshow.com.